webinars I do. You know, I do like four webinars a week, and I got like three different things that are already stored in my computer. I couldn't get it off. No big. You good? You good? You good? What's going on? What's going on, everybody? You look good, man. Yeah, buddy. You know what I'm saying? You know, we we doing a little something over here. I'm down 30, yeah. man, but I have been coming in hot. So just it, was, it was getting a little wild, and I, I, I had to take corrective action. My life in this week, doing it right. They're doing it right. Appreciate it. Oh, man. Um, well, let me say this first of all, gentlemen. I appreciate uh, everybody coming on today and joining. We'll probably have uh, my co host, uh, co host uh, Alexis and uh, Charles join in a moment. Uh, but we wanted to come together. Um, and I want, before I go into, <clears throat> I guess, the overall topic, I want to give everybody an opportunity of really understanding, uh, i got some power in the room, y'all, here, all right? So this is the Understanding a Man podcast. I want to thank everybody um, that is joining. Uh, I want to thank everybody that's continued to subscribe. Uh, you can also follow me at Elon B. King on Instagram and Facebook and on YouTube as well. You can uh, follow the Understanding a Man YouTube. And uh, so quick, shameless plug. All right, y'all. So, uh, and uh, so thank you everybody for joining, but um, I, in, in the room right now, i got some powerful individuals and I want to say that I had an opportunity of um, just working with um, that each one of them, uh, my, probably about two years ago, uh, we have a little running joke that we have going on right now. So if y'all hear anything about new edition, that's just, you know, it's an inside joke or whatever. So right now on the phone, I got Ronnie, Bobby, Ricky, Mike, and Johnny, and Ralph. <laughs> <laughs> on the phone, um, on the line, but in uh, no respect of what, I guess I'll just kind of look down the line and just, okay, so David, you're on here first. Uh, just so David, so they know who you are, uh, if you want to give your 30-second, 30, 30 uh, one-minute elevator version of uh, who you are, your business, what you do, you know, who, who, where they can follow you and things of that nature, so turn it over to you real quick, David. Sure. My name is David. Um, moved here to Charlotte. Been living here for about seven years. Was a fashion influencer for a long time. Uh, career path is changing. Going to be working on a consulting company for marketing for local small businesses. Um, that's up on the works coming up for this Sunday of summer, hopefully kicking off in the fall. Um, I just feel like there's a huge need. Um, you can follow me at The Refined Gentleman on Instagram. Absolutely. Absolutely. Thank you for joining, Dave. Appreciate you, sir. Um, Cammy, okay, no, Cam, no, Cammy, you're not ready, dog. You're not ready. <laughs> Bobby, not ready. All right, we're gonna go over here to Fred. What's going on, sir? Good to see you. Thank you so much, Fred Shropshire. I'm a broadcaster. Been doing this for 20 years. I'm a local news anchor in Charlotte, North Carolina. Um, and you can follow me at the real Fred Shropshire on Instagram or at Fred WCNC on Twitter. Absolutely appreciate you, sir. And Mr. Kevin Gray, what's going on with you, sir? What's going on, Mr. King? All right. All right, Kevin Gray. I actually run a full-service all-state agency here in the Charlotte area. We actually service all of North as well as South Carolina. Uh, that's actually what I do uh, for my full-time occupation. Part-time, I am a entrepreneur. I actually have a health and wellness company as well as a drop shipping company. Okay. All right. Now we're gonna learn about that drop ship real quick, though. Hold on. Hold on. I ain't know about that one. We'll talk later. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 
And Cecil, what's up, sir? The best dressed in the room. What's going on? Uh, what, ladies and gentlemen, good, good, uh, good evening, wherever you may be. Uh, so Cecil Burroughs is my name. I've been in the uh, financial industry for uh, around 26 years. Um, currently in banking, I manage uh, consumer credit relationships within the wealth organization um, and some other areas within our company and the bank that I work with. Um, but from a, a side venture perspective, I've been involved in um, fashion and modeling, uh, the modeling agency in the past, um, and have since take the, taken that into a side venture uh, known as the Benedict Society, uh, based here in the Charlotte market. We have clientele uh, in and around the U.S. Um, that we're dealing with currently. Uh, so I can be followed on Cecil.Burrows, uh, B-U-R-R-O-W-E-S-1 on Instagram, or at the Benedict Society on Instagram, Facebook, and at the additional uh, social media platforms as well currently. We do a lot of uh, focused things around men, um, working with uh, individuals who are trying to figure out how to make that next step as it relates to the style, their image, and, and just their general to do. That was 37 seconds. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm going to go. <laughs> they told me Mike for a reason. Hey, and, and, and there we go. There we go. There we go. <laughs> and uh, just to let the listeners know, uh, you're going to hear a lot of clowning, but a lot of uh, good information as um, we, like I said, we've had a chance to all work together before. So uh, forgive the inside jokes. We're going to keep it going the whole time. All right. So, um, Cammy, what, what to do unlocked? Too much fun, too much fun. Man, Elip, thank you for having me. And it's great to be amongst my brothers again. It's been a long time. Uh, Cammy Smith out of Fort Mill, South Carolina, just south of Charlotte. Uh, I uh, am the founder of Be Unlocked on Instagram, B-E-U-N-L-O-C-K-E-D, and on Facebook, uh, full-time dad, and uh, now 19 and a half years in the financial services industry, and uh, honored to be a part of your project, sir. Oh, man. And so we're going to get a little bit of that finance, a uh, little drop here and there, y'all, a little, little good finance info. And um, all of these individuals um, and, and a few more will, uh, in my upcoming book, Understanding a Man, Memoirs of a Father to a Son, you'll have an opportunity of uh, even hearing more about each one of these individuals and, and just the, the plethora of knowledge that they have and, and what they do in the community and things of nature. And that's the reason why that um, I'm excited today, because not only do you have, as you guys already heard, individuals that are just shaking and moving and doing their thing um, from a financial perspective and business-wise, um, but then also um, each one of them are involved in their community as well. And so I, and I think that that's absolutely amazing. And kind of speaking of community, and um, in the beginning, I don't know whether I'll play this part or not, I might edit it out, but in the very beginning of the call, we were kind of just talking a little bit, and I know, David, you had just uh, been moving or whatever, and uh, uh, you know, the dynamic that you have going on right now. I want to start off talking about this COVID and there's just so many things going on. Each one of us on the phone are fathers, have families, uh, marriage and things of that nature. And so, um, you know, there's just some bobbing and weaving that we basically had to do out here, right? And, um, but there has a tendency of sometimes uh, amongst men that, you know, the, the true feelings and emotions that you might happen to have inside, we don't get a chance to really express those and or help lead other individuals that might feel some type of way, right? Uh, so I just wanted to give uh, each one of you a moment to just, you know, as you're operating inside of what you do on a daily basis or whatever, and then you're hearing stuff that's going on in the news and, um, and you have your own feelings about it, you know, uh, this, uh, David, you can give us a moment of just, you know, how have you kind of navigated through this with doing your business and husband and father and all that how have you been navigating through this moment 
Um, I definitely think it's been hard, right? Because I've been working remote since, I want to say, February, right around when everything started, because I worked in Uptown. And uh, we probably won't go back to the office until maybe after January. And that was if we were going to go phase three. So my wife, she's a central worker because she does medical recruiting uh, for schools, for um, you know, occupational therapy, speech pathologists, and that kind of stuff. So she's been in an office. So really, for the back half of the school year, I was teaching, solo dadding, working, um, and then we threw a puppy into the mix. So we had that going on as well. So I was a little climbing the walls. Happy hour was moving up a little early every day. <laughs> right. Um, but it's been really good. I mean, you can't take back time spending time with my daughter. And, you know, I think that's been the most important part is just being able to, you know, teach her and with school, um, see the opportunities that she needs to grow as an individual to set her up for next year um, and just really give her that, you know, one-on-one -on -one time, which I think has been really awesome. Um, awesome. Lately, it's been hard because there's really been no separation of work-life balance because I'm literally, you know, I run business campaigns. I think I have about 220 accounts. So they run from East Coast to West Coast and everything in between. So, you know, my day starts at 8.30 and ends at 5.30 and then mm -hmm. shuffling school. And I'm literally on the phone with clients all day long. Mm -hmm. I have a lot of bigger of accounts um, from pest control companies in New York City to big builders in Texas. So it's been a struggle. Um, I feel like work-life balance is deteriorating pretty quick. And I think looking at this long-term, I think mental health is going to be a big deal, bigger than people are thinking because you have these people that are living by themselves and then working from home on top of it and isolation and all those things. So definitely mm -hmm. think an interesting time. Really? Um, and how have, did you, did you sit down and have any conversation with your family? Well, once the whole COVID thing went down, um, did you, you know, just say, Hey, this is where we are. This is what we're going to do. Have you had to put your own house on lockdown? Um, you know, when we looked at it, there was just so much conflicting information that you didn't even know what was what. And I think that's been the hardest thing. I think there's no big consistency. My mom works for a pharmaceutical company in Pennsylvania. They manufacture a flu vaccination. So she's been kind of talking about what she can, because obviously she's not allowed to say a whole lot because everything's still in testing and all that stuff. Um, I think for us, we just played smart. And, you know, my daughter has an autoimmune deficiency. So, you know, there was she was pretty much in the house for three months straight without leaving. I think that was the hardest part. Oh, wow. That really saved us. And how old is she? How old is she? She's eight. Oh, wow. Yeah. Keeping an eight-year-old on lockdown. How many toys you buy, dog? A lot. <laughs> um, but the good news is we had in our neighbors. They have five kids. They've been locked down with us as well. Um, so she's been able to go over there and do play dates. They mm -hmm. have their own business. Um, so she's a stay-at-home mom. So we knew like we weren't putting her at risk. So I think mm -hmm. it was just trying to find a norm, but also understand from their perspective, you know, there's no consistency, there's no stability. Everything is just so ambiguous where we're just trying to take it day by day. And I think that's all you can do. Really, absolutely. And uh, when you just said eight year old, I immediately thought about you, Fred, because you have three little people, right? Um, and, uh, you know, single dad just rocking and rolling. And then we see you up on the TV every night, right? Doing the news and whatnot. You know, how are you balancing three little people as a man? Cause let me tell you something. <laughs> I look up to you. It's hard. I'm not worthy. <laughs> how you doing, man? It's hard, man. There's no, uh, there's no, there's no, there's no secret, 
a recipe or silver bullet. You just, you do it. You know, in my situation, I will say this, you know, I'm not completely taking care of my kids by myself. I have joint custody, um, equal custody. Okay. So, okay. So, so there is some reprieve there, but right. it's, difficult. it's difficult though, because the personal time bleeds into the work time. What, uh, David is uh, explaining and describing is real. I think with this, with the COVID-19 happening, the workspace is your home and there's a very thin line or no line at all. Mm. So you have to be creative in trying to figure out how you um, separate the two. You know, mm. Something as simple as getting, for me, getting out of my house just to go, you know, exercise, you know, and I haven't been to the gym. I haven't been to my gym in forever here in North Carolina. Um, you know, it's, been oh yeah, man, we used to say, man, he was out there. Hey, let me tell y'all something. Fred makes us look really bad. Okay. Cause Fred, I mean, he got the eight, the nine, the 10 pack. Okay. And <laughs> well, putting up about 325. Might be down to four packs now because of, because of the, uh, you know, because of the pandemic, but that's the other thing. Like I've been, uh, you know, adding little pieces here and there to my home gym because that's okay. my thing now. So you know, doing that, making sure I get it out with the kids, you know, and making sure that there's a balance uh, between work time and play time with them, but also some, some alone time where I can collect my thoughts and, and relax and unwind too. So that's mm. what I'm going to come back to that in a second because that health and wellness part. I heard there's like a, first I heard there's a COVID-15, then I heard there's a COVID-20, then I heard there's a, you know what I'm saying? And uh, speaking of somebody who's been just in these streets, literally uh mr kevin gray you know he's just been just getting his cycle on and health and fitness on to the next level hey he, hey uh, he got the helmet with the little with the light don't do that to me no i don't side mirror. <laughs> <laughs> you get it so you can clown on me <laughs> no 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 you good but um what what um what i i, I want uh, as a as an owner of uh, and you can go into from a business perspective with owning on your insurance agency and, and, and just shaking the movement in that aspect. So you're leading other individuals that, so, uh, you know, on a daily basis. How has that evolved for you over, over the past couple of months as a business owner? Man, it's been rough. It's been very rough. But I think that, you know, any project that you launch or you're a part of, you know, you got to start a foundation. So I'm blessed to have some excellent employees. And I think the time that I put in before this happened, uh, they were they were on point then, which means they're on point now. Um, I'm going to add a little something that I think will probably be a value to this conversation. And I can't remember if I told you, Elon, because I really didn't tell a lot of people. But uh, I know this is live or going. No, no, we're not live. We're not live. So I can mute it out if you say something crazy, right? No, no, no. I don't have to say nothing crazy. But, <laughs> no. you know, it's going to be viewed by, I'm sure, a lot of people. Um, June 29th, myself and the missus, we started feeling extremely ill. And um, 4th of July, we were laid out, like literally could not move. Um, another week went on and um, she lost her, her taste and smell. And it wow. was, oh, wow. you know, just pretty much at that point in time, you know, our mindset, you know, she is a uh, manager in her professional field, obviously, you know, what I do. But we literally just went probably about 10 days before she went and got tested. And me as the, the man where it's like, I'm not asking for directions and I'm not seeing a doctor. <laughs> she came back and came back with a, with a positive test for COVID. And, okay. uh, you know, then after that, uh, obviously I went 
and and got mine and, and it came back positive. And uh, you know, was really sick. Was really sick for a couple of weeks. Um, you know, that did I did lose some pounds, but as soon as I got better, I gained it all back. Right. So look, I, I did gain some pounds, but came back and got it back. But, you know, <laughs> to piggyback off your question, um, now I, I have retested and everything is uh, uh, negative. So, you know, okay, great, 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 great. God bless. Great. But, but just going back to your original question. Uh, man, you know, you know, I think that foundation has to start at first because you never know what's going to happen to take you out of the box. Because obviously, I couldn't go in the office either. Um, so there was a lot of remote working, but uh, my employees really held it down. Um, but you know, when something like that happens too, going back to you know somebody who's like a like a Fred, like just say just you know a master in juggling uh, <laughs> you know work life and and the kids. That was rough too, because you know, you got mm -hmm. a four-year-old. He couldn't go anywhere. Couldn't go with, uh, you know, the grandparents. Couldn't go with the aunts, uncles. Couldn't go anywhere. Um, you know, so it was a scary time. Absolutely. And first of all, God bless, and I appreciate um, you sharing that information. Man, now nah, we didn't know that, man. You know, we'd have been blowing up your phone checking on you, man. <laughs> but um, that's you know that that's that's actually you know sometimes as a man you might just you know, pull back or whatever and kind of just get everything tight and right within the household. So totally understand that. And um, well, it's, uh, it's a, it's a, it's an unbalance. And when something like that happens, it's, um, you know, those of those people that don't believe that it's real, um, me saying it's real is not going to make you believe, but I, I know, I, you know, I know what's up. I know it's real. <laughs> you know, I went through it. So, I, I want you to, uh, I'm going to put a post-it on that because I really want to come back to that piece right there that you were just talking about. But I, I want to shift over uh, really quickly, uh, Cammy. you as well as a business owner, just been out there rocking and rolling. And then also, you know, you have your, um, you know, other businesses as well. Uh, you know, how have you been uh, managing, you know, your business and then, you know, some of your, your, your other businesses that you have going on? Man, this is, this has been like, um, this is like my senior year in high school where I was calling audibles all the time. You know, it's, <laughs> like, it's like, it's like, no, seriously. I mean, that year, you know, I had a lot of flexibility and, and leeway um, as a senior to kind of, you know, call my plays and do what I needed to do. And I'm just telling you, man, it's like that first couple of weeks where things shut down, man, I, I was like, is this real? Like, is this really, you know, same right. stock everybody else is experiencing. Right. Or, at least it was like, you know, you just got jolted. And I'll, I'll say that as a speaker and as somebody that does a lot of workshops and, you know, uh, and, and is around a lot of people, the struggle for me going to David's point is being mentally tough enough for, you know, all of the changes that have been going on where now we're, we're having this conversation and we're trying to, you know, we're trying to be new edition on screen. And right. it's not right it's not easy to stay connected to people when you don't have that energy, you know, that synergy that you, you know, that we're accustomed to having. So for a locker room guy, this is brutal. Right. For a guy who, you know, who thrives in a locker room, man, this is hard. This is, you know, I, you know, I, luckily I have my, my six year old son, you know, kind of like with, uh, with Fred splitting custody. And so when I have him, it's like, man, we wrestle all day long, just trying to get that, you know, that, that, that mojo going. But right. it has been difficult. But on the on the on the uh, positive side, Elam, or on you know the the cup half 
uh, half full, I'll say that it's, it's created um, some opportunities that I never would have looked at before. And I've had to be creative in my approach really across the board uh, with everything, whether it's business, ministry, anything, you know, it's a whole new world, at least for a season, you know. Um, and so we got to be creative on how we address it. You know, I think that. Uh, um, now you're, jump, you're jumping a little bit ahead there, Cammy, but go ahead. Though. I'm going to let you go on the road, run with that one. Go ahead. Go ahead. COVID is real. That's it. That's where it. Well, we're going to be right back after these messages with that one right there. All right. Um, and, you know, just a person that's just out here and, you know, in, in, in what I would consider the, the corporate structure, rocking and rolling, doing their thing in the financial uh, sector, uh, and also a husband and father as well. And so perhaps there's, uh, you know, and I would say that you're on more of the um, senior leadership or in a leadership role. Um, so how do you, uh, Mr. Cecil, how do you, um, you know, how have you had to transition all those different areas, corporate, father, wife, how are you feeling in that area, man? Uh, still figuring it out, right? Okay. At the end of the day, this is unprecedented territory. Um, and while you're worrying about your staff, you're worrying about the people that you work with and what you're going to have to do. I mean, COVID is going to cause a lot of companies to try to figure out what they can do to slim down. You know, there, there's, there's real cost to what's happening um, to, to keep things going, um, ultimately. So you, you start thinking, and, and you think about yourself. Um, you, you know, you, and then you start thinking about your family and things along those lines. What, what I've tried to do to stay in, in the moment um, is you worry about the projects that are in play. Um, you ensure that this is the time that I actually try to see silver lining in a lot of things. This is your time to actually make a difference, make a statement, um, and make an impression, right? Um, right. The toughest thing for me is figuring out how to disconnect. I got three screens going on right now, working still, because I support the West Coast as well. Um, okay. so you, it's tough to figure out when you disconnect and walk away from the computer. Right. That commute is different. Uh, the way you process is different. The way you're handling other individuals' um, requests of you are different. Um, were you working from home before, or you were mostly going in office every day? <clears throat> for, for the sanity of my marriage, <laughs> me, uh, I was going into the office every day. Okay, so so you coming at home, it's totally different for you. Totally different. And, and, and to Cammy's point, which is spot on, um, especially those who are in sales, like Kevin, myself, and others that have done that before, you, 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 there's certain energies you get from within the room, right? You, you know how to come in, you know how to win that, you know what, what you need to do with the setup is, et cetera. Now you're trying to do a virtual, it's a totally different thing. Um, mm. In sponsorships on projects that you want to have happen. You're negotiating some pretty, pretty hefty, pretty expensive things you have to go throughout the day. And it's a different feel um, in this environment. But what you need to do is figure out, okay, so what do you do with the time that's provided to you? There's different ways you can prepare um, or you can sit on the sidelines and have this time to sit to you as a bench player. The question right. is, the best player, do you want to be a leader? And these right. times when you look to individuals and figure out how do I leverage the resources and tools available, available to me today, the right. today to ensure that when things need to happen, we're seen as leaders in the room and not the people that are sitting there, sitting by quiet and idle. Um, digital has forced that upon us. The other thing, um, so, so from a work perspective, that's that. As it relates to your second question relative to family, um, we tend to put a lot of things in our way and we, we don't have that time to BS anymore, right? Um, you, you start thinking about, man, if I had this time to do X, Y, and Z, well, you got that time now. 
Right. The question is, how right. you yourself, what are you doing with that time? Somebody put that out there. I thought that was really, really well thought. Um, we, once you find yourself, yourself disconnecting from work, um, what exactly are you doing now that you have that opportunity? Like Fred's point around the fact that he created an in-home gym, right? Um, I was one, just like Fred, we're going to the gym regularly. Well, you now start finding stuff to do outside. And how do you make that go? And your internal and your home gym and all that stuff. Well, you got to do that with your family too, right? You're around them all the time and they're not too happy about that. And you're not too happy about that sometimes as well. What are you doing to make sure you're getting out? What are you making sure that you're still doing date nights as best you can, but right. from this perspective? See, here you go, here you go. Now you're jumping ahead too, Cecil. Y'all be ready. Listen, I told y'all that they are full of knowledge and they just ready to share. We try to ask you, go ahead, go ahead. I say ultimately from a COVID perspective, the, the issue is, is just like you do anything else, you, you, it's a muscle, right? We have never experienced this before and are you gonna sink or swim? Um, and it's, mm -hmm. it's tough for everybody that's going through this stuff now. It totally is, right. you all get it. But there's an opportunity to improve yourself. And if you right. have COVID, just surviving, you have cheated yourself during this process. Ooh, come on. Come on, Cecil, don't do that, okay? We, we got to move in stages. We can't just, don't do that, okay? <laughs> yes, okay. Hey, and you know what? Hey, our amazing co-host just walked in the room. Mr. Charles, what up, mate? What up, guys? How y'all doing? How you doing, brother? What's up, Charles? I'm good, hey. man. Good uh -huh. to see you. Charles. Charles, as we get, you know, hey, Charles, real quick, Charles, you know, you got to get your short, you got to get your commercial break, man. Charles, what, Charles, who are you, Charles? Who, tell them who you are, what you been doing. Charles got these albums. Charles said, I don't care about COVID. He got songs coming out. <laughs> oh, <he> got <laughs> Listen, I, I care uh, uh, greatly about COVID and the safety that needs to be uh, uh, heated to, uh, to stay healthy, but, uh, I have been social distancing while I've been working in the studio as well. Uh -huh, yeah, uh, okay. You know, just, <laughs> just having hey, a good time. Hey, no, no, real quick, man. So you dropped that one on, give us the Mother's Day one and the last song that you just came by. Yeah, I dropped the Mother's Day one and then I dropped the social, uh, kind of a social justice record with some animation um, on and we gonna, June 19th. And we're going to, that's going to be the good for the next segment, right? So we're going to talk about that next. Charles, oh, man, that will be cool. Real quick, man, as we're, you know, we're just kind of talking about some of the things that, we, you know, that we've experienced or whatever and how you're feeling just inside of this space, right, inside of the COVID, right, once it came down. And, and so um, rocking and rolling. Um, and so speak to, the, to, to just some of the things that do that. Uh, how, how do you feel right now in this space? Um, for me, it's been it's been right in my wheelhouse because I, I like quiet and I like being at home. So it's literally <laughs> been, you know, it's been really, really relaxing. I haven't felt cabin fever because I stay in the house pretty much. If I'm not mm -hmm. working, I'm at home. Uh, but outside of that, uh, if I can be completely 100% honest, this has been the best year that I've had. Wow. I thought two, I thought 2019 was a great year. 2020 has been has been leaps and bounds better than 2019. And so what you're saying I've been is more productive. I've been more productive. This has been my greatest fiscal year. Um, 
I've, I've had so many more opportunities. Um, and, you know, just, you know, it's, it's just, it's, it's been a, it's been a really, really good year under the circumstances. So, and, and, and you know what, I think uh, Cecil just kind of to that point um, of what Cecil just said earlier, because the reason why you're saying that is because what you were doing prior to this moment, would you agree? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. And so, yeah. so, so the fruits of labor are coming through during a, you would say a tough time for most people. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and, and for me, I, I wanted to, uh, you know, and I understand that everybody's life is different. You know, I've, you know, I've been, I've been graced with a, with a, with a few different advantages uh, going into 2020 uh, that I had the opportunity to take advantage of. Uh, which which uh, made me, which didn't back me into a corner. Okay. So when I went into so when I went into 2020, I was I was on the offense. Okay. And, uh, and I understand that you know uh, a lot of people uh, have been on their heels a little bit, you know, with this pandemic mm -hmm. and stuff like that. So I really really feel for people who have really kind of been uh, struggling this year. But for me. Uh, what I can say, you know, is it's been the best year so far. You know what? Just then when you said that, uh, Charles, David, it's something I thought about because I think that on this phone, the closest to having an ear to first responder would kind of be you given the, maybe what your wife experiences. Maybe I don't, I don't know if that's in, if she's in that category or whatever, but let me ask you, how has even the, the plight of what she's doing or just, you know, COVID as a whole, has it trickled into your household in a manner that you had to, um, I forgot who said, kind of like Bob and we call audibles, like Cammie was saying, have you had to call a lot of audibles um, as it's trickled into your home, just, you know, psychologically and just people's feelings? So she was in retail, so this was all. Okay. Um, and she's <clears throat> on a good base, but a lot of it's commission because you get the percentage for how many of these hours that they're filling uh, these positions. So it's been trial and error of trying to figure it out and support her the best. I think it's been frustrating for her because she's used to being successful and being at the top of her career. We were both at the top of the food chain in the retail world. And then mm -hmm. she kind of had to take a step back. And so when they first started the company, she was called Jump Hire, which was just a recruiting company. And they were starting to go after like IT jobs. Um, it was a child company to the parent company that she's working for now. And then they ended up dissolving the company overall. So it was a little bit of stress going into it because we knew that the company wasn't doing very well, especially in the climate and the market of where everything is today. Um, and we thought for a second there that she was going to be losing her job after just building our forever home. You know what I mean? So we went with our forever home. We spent a little bit more, you know what I mean? Because we were on those incomes. So God really has led my career path to kind of take off. And I've been able to compensate with the bonus structure that I'm on, the promotions that I've been getting within the company. I've only been with them for a year now. Mm -hmm. um, so it's really just been taking on that weight. So it's been a lot of pressure, but I mean, we really have a really strong foundation um, that we've been able to have those conversations, pick each other back up and just be super supportive. What is one thing that you say that you've had to do differently um, in this space, um, as you know, jobs kind of, you know, altering and things of that nature. What, if you got to just pick this one thing, what have you done 
differently from a leadership perspective in your home to kind of, you know, keep things flowing, running? I think it's just having that quality time and having those conversations with your spouse. Cause I think we both need to feel supported and especially with somebody who works at home, you know, I don't get that break where she does. So we've been working through that because granted she doesn't get a break because she's at work, but she gets to go to the office and focus on just her job where, you know, I'm dealing with Olivia and, you know, making sure she's good when she was doing the school um, and just keeping the house running. Right. Cause I know she comes home and she's burnt out. So then right. I have that slack for her. Um, so that we can have our quality time because there's no balance. You know what I mean? It's right. like to throw on, you know, what I was saying before, all the visitors that have been coming with us, like our quality time has been like non-existent. Um, so it's just really figuring that out. And then we ended up taking on a marriage class. So we're, we're leading a marriage class. So we've done it a couple of times through our church. Um, we've co-led and then it's just been really on our hearts to just reach out now more than ever. So my wife had shared a Facebook post and we actually have five couples that are doing it now. Um, and yesterday was the second week and it's just really a testimony of the climate of where marriages and relationships are stressed and maxed out because mm -hmm. of the whole COVID thing, um, mm -hmm. the real eye awakener yesterday. You said you had what? So it was an eye awakener yesterday cause we've been doing okay. it zoom. So, okay. Okay. Absolutely. Let me, let me ask this, um, Fred, what I'm thinking about just, you know, three little people and, and you, you leading in that capacity or whatever, what, um, you know, what, or between that and, or your, you know, the, the, from a job perspective, right? What, give us one thing that you've had to do differently, you know, whether it's mentally, fatherhood wise, what, what, what have you had to do differently in your, in your space? Oh man. Um, just, one. Give it, yeah, just one, just one, just one. Just one. <laughs> I think the important thing, seriously, I think the important thing is just to realize that things are not going to be perfect, you know, and accepting that, you know, I think uh, for me, you know, I just, I get so, I get so on myself because, because of my situation and I having limited time with my kids already, they don't live under my roof. Mm. I only have mm. many days with them throughout the week. I'm splitting my week. And so I want, I have a tendency, I want everything to be, you know, perfect. I want everything to kind of be, you know, in order and that. And so all of that's kind of gone out the window because I know circumstances are different. We're all pressed in different ways. So, you know, we're not always going to, because we can't, we can't go as many places, you know, we're, we're just being more creative with what we do at home with playing, you know, different games and, and different activities and being more creative. It's, it's, it's led me to be more creative and just realizing that, Right. In the ideal world, I would be able to do certain things with my kids, and I can't. Man, listen, if Toys R Us just held on one more year, they would have made it. <laughs> they would have. No, seriously. All that money's going to Amazon and the rest, and if Toys R Us held on one more year, because when I see, Real. Uh, like you were saying, with three little people, I know there's been probably been an increase of maybe money spent on toys. and Yeah, seriously. Yeah, because you feel, because you feel, you know, I mean, it's their activity, places that I would normally go, places I would normally take them that mm -hmm. I can't because they aren't open, or I just, you know, on a limited basis, they may be operating, but I just I play it extra safe, and I just don't feel like it's safe. So, yeah, we're spending more time at home. We're playing, like I said, we're playing games because, yeah, we are, I am buying more things to try to entertain them and keep them occupied and do, and actually do things with them, you know, mm -hmm. trying, trying to be in, completely engaged with them all the time just because we can't 
you know, go certain places. I'll give you an example, like you know, taking them to the park, something as simple in North Carolina, you know, the, the playground equipment, you can't let the kids play on the playground equipment. Something as simple as taking them to the playground, you have to, you can just let them go, right? You don't have to like be completely engaged with that. You just watch them and you let them go and they come up to you and then they go away and they go do it and it's back and forth. But like with activities now, it's like I'm fully like 100% present because, you know, we're not going places um, or as many places. And I'm like, they all are holding my attention and they expect my attention like all the time. So it's just, you know, it's, it's hard. It's challenging. So let me say this really quickly. How, how do you process through that mentally? Like, what are you doing to take? I know you're doing it from a security perspective. Hey, don't touch that. Hey, watch this. Hey, right. So how are you? How are you able to move through that? How does that feel for you? Moving through, you just mean, you know, all that, all that, basically the extra responsibility. You've already had your responsibilities thus far. And now here comes boom, something yeah. else bigger on top. Like, how are you able to, to? What are you doing differently, maybe, to sift through that? Um, I think. Well, I, you know, here's a piece, and I'm sure I'm getting ahead of myself by saying this, but I'm gonna say it anyway because you asked me. So, like. <laughs> Seriously, right now, I, I like I'm I'm seeing a therapist regularly, right? And so, like, I'm very self-aware mm. of what my thoughts are and what my actions are. And so, I know that, you know, even though like there's certain things going on that my kids are feeding off of my energy, like I don't want to be full of anxiety or, you know, a, a ball of stress because kids pick up on that kind of thing. Yes, so I'm really spending time, really, you know, <clears throat> time like when they're when they're when they're in bed or they may be at their mother's place, I'm spending times really uh, self-assessing and being self-aware of like how I'm feeling. And I'm, and I'm actually talking through a lot of it. Uh, whereas before I wasn't. Okay. Okay. Here's the thing. Um, I want to uh, take a moment and ask uh, you, Kevin, because you said something that, um, you know, the rest of us didn't say, um, you were speaking with regard to that, that this actually trickled into your home. And why is, uh, why, why is it, why is he in the middle of the screen? Cameron, why are you in the middle of my screen right now, man? What's, is it just me? Can y'all see him? So, I, see I saw him earlier. Okay, now he's down. Cameron, what you doing, man? I see everybody. That's Bobby. Okay. So, <laughs> hey. So, hey, so with, uh, with regard to, so Kevin, this actually trickled into your home. And so, you know, I know there's a level of leadership that you had to operate inside of with that, you know, just talk to us about this. What, how was your mindset during that time? Uh, and, you know, how did you transition through that? Just, what was you thinking, man? Because that's serious. Yeah, well, you know. And you have a son, right? Yeah, that, that, that particular scenario, you are literally walking by faith and not by sight. I mean, you are literally praying um, every day, every minute. Um, You know, obviously there were stations set up, you know, around, um, man, there were Lysol wipes uh, when you go down the stairs. So just randomly, just kind of like when I was going down the banister, grab a Lysol wipe, use it. So it would go all the way down the steps. There were still are Lysol or disinfectant cans, you know, by the door, you know, so when you leave or come out, spray down the door handle. Uh, you know, when we were sick, we actually wore masks because we did not know if he was sick. 
Um, he was actually in daycare. We in your house, you were in? Huh? In the house. In your house? Wow. In the house, because this is the thing. And, and uh, you know, I'm sure David, Fred, Cammy, anybody who has young kids can attest that even if you say mommy's sick or daddy's sick, they don't care. They're, they're going to be all over you. They're going right. to be all over you. That is so true. <laughs> and um, it was just a situation where we knew we were sick and, you know, we couldn't put him with anyone else. You know, everybody else, right. 58, 60. Did he get tested as well? He got tested as well? Yes, yes. He's, he's okay. fine. He's okay. fine. Matter of fact, uh, now it's time to get him the, the antibody test because it's a decision um, of uh, putting him in school, which starts on April, I'm sorry, not April, August 12th. Um, it's a private school. So I know North Carolina schools have shut down, but the private school is still going on. So, you know, my mother's mm. nurse and she's like, look, you know, we need to find out if he's got, you know, antibody. So all those type of conversations are happening right now. Um, it's, it's, it's a beast, you know, it's a beast. And I mean, you know, just going back to what Fred said, man, you know, I experienced that today, Fred, like I'm, I'm in, you know, all this week I'm at home and mm. I'm at home to the point where I'm answering a few work calls, but I'm with him because if I'm in my phone, he takes my chin and pushes it up so I can watch. <laughs> That's what he does. I, you know, went out today and um, playgrounds done. Right, can't go to the playground. He wants to go to him. We're actually going to the zoo tomorrow. But um, oh wow, fun. okay. But you know, it's just uh, mask. You know, making making sure we social distance. But but let me just say this: I, How are you feeling in this space? Like, how are you? What's what's allowing you to move from something that you absolutely you know it, it, it's kind of scary out there? I guess we could say from from a man perspective, from a a human perspective, right? And you got to still lead the charge. Like, how you know how are you able to walk through that right now? Knowing that eventually everything is okay and uh, it will be okay, and then also just from prior experience, we've never seen anything like this before. But what I do know, anytime there's turbulence, anytime there's something wrong and people have an excuse to slow down, those folks that persevere, that goes a long way once things mm. even. So okay. That's one of the things that I just keep in mind that, you know, somebody had a quote out there. It was uh, right when the pandemic started. I can't remember all the details, but it, it said something about, you know, if you don't pick up a new skill, if you don't read, if you don't. Right. I, I saw that one. Yeah. You know, it was never time that you lacked. It was discipline. Yeah. And, you know, I'm a firm believer that like, if you, if you can discipline, you know, your disappointments right now, because a lot of people are disappointed, but if you can discipline them and find a way to push through, then when we finally get to a point where, um, I don't think it's ever going to be the same again, but some sense of normalcy. I think you're going to come out on the other side pretty good. Come on, come on. Yeah, y'all, y'all didn't know y'all was going to get them that 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 extra little nugget tonight. Y'all didn't know that. Okay, so hey, but but check this out. Here's the thing. So, Cammy, I mean, you know, also as a business owner, you know, and you have levels of leadership that you have to kind of walk through or whatever, and then you got this little person or whatever, you know, and I don't know, you know, just. How are you, what, what's your leadership style looking like right now? How are you walking through this moment? Um, I'm disciplining my disappointments. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding, yeah. That, I might have to write that one down, I can't. Yeah, I'm definitely going to tweet that one. You know, um, 
my, my business has shifted a lot to, uh, I've been focusing primarily on coaching. And um, so a lot of, and it's interesting because the more you listen, you know, to the challenges that other people are having and the more consistently you hear these challenges, mm-hmm. the more equipped you are to understand what people are going through. Okay. So I welcome a lot of the phone calls that I'm getting from, you know, uh, whether it's business clients or coaching clients, et cetera, because I'm hearing from them what their challenges are in mass, right? In bulk. Mm-hmm. And so it's clarifying for me what the problems are in the marketplace and it's allowing me to, you know, to create solutions. Okay. And so, you know, the beauty, what's funny is that I'm finding myself engaging in industries and in conversations, uh, solving problems that I've never done before. Okay. So this has been one of the most exciting times to, uh, to Charles, is it Charles, Charles James? I didn't know if that's the name that he used, but brother, you know, what you said about it being your best year, in some ways it's mine too. Right. Because, you know, when you, when you, when you're in the same industry and I know that, uh, um, um, you know, Cecil can attest to this, you know, in, in our world, it just, sometimes you burn out, you know, it, it gets very mundane and right. repetitive. And so this year has been incredible for me because I've had to tap into some creativity muscles that I've not used in a long time. And okay. I'm enjoying them, you know, tremendously uh, because it's working. First of all, I mean, you know, obviously if it was, if it was broken, it wouldn't be so exciting, but you know, it's working. Right. And, you know, so I'm engaging it almost like a rookie again. Right. And it feels great. You know, it feels great to be tapping into some, you know, applying principles that I've always used, but applying them in different industries, in different aspects. Um, And, you know. Can you give an example? Give an example of where you've had to do that just really quickly. Sure. Listen, man, over the last over the last six months, I have brought on coaching clients um, that have been that are pastors. I brought on coaching clients in uh, probably three different sales industries that I've never been a part of. Okay. I've been I've been uh, I've been hired to do executive coaching. Okay. uh, Or one of them happens to be uh, a pest control. I think Dave mentioned something about pest control. But I mean, I've never been in pest control, mm-hmm. right? But I'm coaching leaders in different industries. So it's okay. principles, things that I've always said, but I've never had to apply outside of my own business is my point. And mm-hmm. so it's gratifying to know that those things are universal and they work across the board. And so that's kind of what I'm, what I'm right. referring to. I'm, right. I'm able to touch now so much that I wasn't able to touch before. And, and you know, to, uh, to Kevin's point, I think that, you know, I don't know whether or not I necessarily uh, um, have resolved whether or not I believe that things are going to either go back to normal, normal, or they're going to be totally different forever. Um, But I do know that there's a lot of stuff that I had journaled in the last six months that I've learned that, man, I just, I never would have, I never would have been involved in that stuff if it wasn't for COVID. But wait, and hold on. So you're journaling, what's, you're journaling. You write down where you okay. Well, what, why are you doing that? Why am I journaling? Yeah. Well, because I've always journaled. No, no, you look like you're about to go in. I need the thirty seconds reason. Why? <laughs> you look like, the way you took that breath of air, you was about to go. 
Well, I know that's why I'm trying to lock you back. I don't don't get too unlocked, right? <laughs> no, so I've always journaled, but you know, from a <clears throat> from a download perspective, right? When you're learning something, it's just natural to take some notes, and so I've been journaling. I think uh, more um, mm -hmm. more voraciously than I've ever done before because okay. I'm learning so much. So if I, you know, if I again back to the point about the, the mundane and the redundancy within my industry, you know, five ten years ago, I had pretty much seen everything I was going to see, mm -hmm. right? So it wasn't like I was learning a lot as much as I was just repeating the same prop solving the same problems. But now I'm, I'm dealing with problems in different sectors of society, different industries, different levels even, um, and different perspectives that right. I'm, I'm seeing them from different angles. And so now, right. you know, so now if you and I go back and do that conference that we did three years ago, right. again, uh, man, I got so much more to address. Hey, listen, listen, let me tell you something. That, okay, again, let me, let me share, let me share real quick. I appreciate that, Kim. So Cecil, you know, it's it's interesting because I myself I've been working uh, from home for pretty much since like oh seven oh eight right so I in this Atlanta traffic uh no okay I don't have to experience that but you you've been getting up every day and rocking and rolling going to work and now you've had to you know come to the crib right and for some people you know they've been waiting for these days right. But maybe for yourself, you're like, nah. I mean, you said something with regard to your marriage, and I want to make a, a statement with regard to the, you know, the first conference call we had even at work um, within like a week of everything going down. So, you know, people come on to the call kind of like how we did today, and we were kind of clowning for a second. You know, these guys were serious. They weren't playing. It was maybe about 15, 20 people. The first three people that came on, they were all men. You know what they said? I'm just trying to stay married. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Serious. No, they, they were like, and people laughed just like that, and they were like, nah, like for real. I'm in the basement. You know what I'm saying? I'm upstairs or whatever, right? And wow. so I want to I want to bring that forward because some people might be feeling with, you know, it might be that's a lot to just go from this structure to going at home and all that. You know, what are your thoughts in this space? How are you managing through that? If that's well, yeah, how are you managing to that? I'm not even going to say it. it. <laughs> how do you manage to, be, to remain sane in your marriage now that you're a full-time home on a consistent basis? Yeah, man. COVID has caused, you know, it's funny. One of my friends shared this. We all, like, like Kevin referenced, we've all seen the inspirational stuff on social media. <laughs> he shared something. He said, I'm noticing I'm not seeing a lot of, Look at my boo. <laughs> won't, won't the Lord do it when you show him holding hands? Won't he do it? He's like, I'm not right. sure. <laughs> well, Won't I'm he do it? it? It's it's COVID. COVID has done for um for marriage and relationships what being alone in an area where you don't have friends has done forever. Um Ooh, come on. What I mean by that is um so I, I've seen marriages where individuals move away from their, their network of individuals, which helps sustain you. It's important right. to have friendships together, that you, right. get, you get places, you get favorite places you go, et cetera, and family around. It can help maintain what you have. Um, right. What it's isolated a lot of us to just be with that person. And it mm. opens and exposes whether you have a true friendship or not. 
And when you don't, and it's just you, and you can't go anywhere, then the complaining starts from one side or the other, and then you start recognizing faults and things that you ignored for some period of time, um, and it starts coming up in ways, and now you got to deal with it because now there's no place to hide. Right. You've been able to go to work. You've been able to go to happy hour. You've been able to do everything you can do before you get home to where you and you come home. You have to conversate. Well, now you get to have those conversations throughout the day, right? Um, And it's oh, I'm working. Um, I can't do dishes. I can't do this. I can't do, right? Okay, not do dishes. Oh, Lord. Okay. I can't take out the trash while I'm working during the day. It's like, no, you can. You got time. And realistically, you may. It's all dependent on how you test your friendship um, is, is what's going to matter is the way you make this out or not. So when we, right. many of us do this in a comedic tone to help those, those along, but there's a lot of folks that real, from a real-based perspective, all of a sudden, you got to meet this person you've been living with forever you haven't had to talk to. Come on. In this way. And now when you talk, you realize, quite frankly, um, while we may love each other, we don't like each other much. And okay. Like but that's, no, 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 no. But that's real for you to say that for a second because some people just like, oh my gosh. And I always like to kind of hope it's romantic. Like, you're not going to like that person every day. You know what I'm saying? And I mean, all the any gentleman on the phone, uh, you know, raise your hand if you like your spouse every day. I realized it in my first marriage without COVID. <laughs> I mean, you, you, you will, and here's the thing, to be, to be real and honest about this type of stuff, you are married, the reason people tell you you've been married for a long, long time, you, you are, and it's tough as a battlefield and all this other stuff, is you really got to want to do this, is you're not going to like the person for right. more than you, you think you will, okay? Mm-hmm. And they won't like you, because you're not the greatest thing in the, in the world either. And when <laughs> on earth, to, to, to get in each other's ways, and from time to time, you do. I'm not the greatest person in the world. Oh my gosh, I can just say that. None of us on this call <laughs> are the greatest person in the world on a day-to-day basis every single day. Hey, no, no, how, see, so how long have you been married? Um, we got married in 99. We were dating from 91. So we've been married a long time. No, 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 Cecil. So, oh, Cecil, you're supposed to know the years off the top. You're going to get in trouble. How many years? You got to make other people do the math. <laughs> 20, that's 21 years. That's 21 years. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, no, yeah. Let me help you understand. Like, like 30 years. <laughs> 30, but 30, but really 30. That's really 30, yeah. That's 30. You've been married 30 years. The smart man always knows, but he don't know what number off the top of his head. David, how long have you been married, David? Together, we'll be together 16 in September. Wow. Good answer. Okay, you got 16. So you had 16? Okay, so you had 16. Okay, and... Uh, Okay, okay, all right, all right, all right. Okay, all right, so I just wanted to get that. Just wanted to get that real quick. Okay. And, hey, but no, real quick. Oh, my God, I'm so bad. Okay, so, Charles, real quick, Charles, I wanted to um, uh, say, you know, I, something that Fred said earlier with regard to um, he's moved into, uh, you know, he was talking about the mentorship and the therapy and psychiatrist coach, counseling, it's like 10 different names that could, it could be for, but at the end of the day, he's seeking guidance. Mm-hmm. And so um, I think that in our culture, and particularly as men, we don't see that as something that we're supposed to do or we should figure it out ourselves or you know whatever. And we're in a space of something that nobody can ever say, they can't say, oh, this is what you're supposed to do in this situation, right? And so um, the maturity uh, of Fred to walk inside of that, and I thank you, Fred, for sharing that, because I think that that's extremely important. Um, you know, 
for him to walk in that, if you had to just speak towards that for a second, you know, help some of the, excuse me, not help. Is there an area um, that you can just expand upon with him saying that he's seeking, uh, you know, guidance and how important that is for us to just more bring that into our culture versus how we used to think? I think the beautiful thing about it is that, is what you said. You said we, we are in, uh, uh, we're in new territory. And whenever you're in new territory, you got to start, you got to start reaching out and asking questions. And I think there's safety in a multitude of counsel, whether you have, whether you're talking to a pastor, whether you're talking to uh, a counselor, a psychiatrist, whoever you're talking to, you need to talk to somebody uh, during this time because uh, um, there's no, uh, there's no blueprint for this, for what we're experiencing right now. And um, if you're not going to go to a counselor, you definitely need friends and really, really honest, straightforward friends that you can count on during this time and people that you can uh, do stuff like this, what we're doing tonight is just, just talking it out, just hashing it out and uh, being honest. Um, but this is not the time to have uh, things pent up. This is the time to release. You got <laughs> to release the valve and uh, you got to be honest and you got to get that stuff off of, off of your back. So I, I, I think it's uh, wisdom to, to go and uh, seek counsel and have somebody guide you through uh, whatever you're going through during this time. And, and even outside of this COVID situation, it's, it's good to do that. It's good right. to go out and, and get help and talk to somebody. Right. Um, because we're not meant to be alone. Uh, but I, but Charles, if you could just rest right here for a second, because you said it's good to do this, but I don't know do you, if you can give an elevated version of where this came from and why we might not lead into this space, you know, and how the importance of that. And you're kind of expanding on it already, but when you just said that, that it's good to be here, seeking uh, yeah. that level of maturity. Yeah, you. I mean, you, you've you've got to do it. Like we can't do anything in this world alone. Mm-hmm. Whether whether you're talking about building a business, whether you're talking about uh, uh, building a family, whether you're talking about uh, whatever whatever it is you're trying to build, right? It's not good for you. You can't do it alone. It's not good to be alone. And uh, I I think uh, you know we're as men uh, a lot of times we're so used to kind of just to kind of figuring out you know, and, and just plowing through. Right. And no matter what, I'm, I'm going to figure it out, you know, but I think it's, it's important during this time, especially during times like this, where things are uncertain, where people are losing jobs, where uh, um, you're spending right. a lot more time with a spouse that you are coming to the, the revelation that you don't really know. Her. Right. <laughs> And you guys really aren't friends and you're realizing, okay, right. we have a whole lot more work to do than I thought we did because, because being outside of the home so much, like, uh, like brother Cecil said, being outside of the home so much, um, has, uh, almost uh, lulled a lot of relationships to sleep. So you think, you think there's a level of health and, and closeness and friendship there that isn't that your, your actual vacation from each other has been your schedules. Oh. And then, and then so then, you know, when you're quarantined with your boo, <laughs> and you realize... Uh, I thought of, wait, Kevin, Kevin, what was that? 
Yeah, but that was a snap. <laughs> no, but but when, you're, when, you're, when you're quarantined with the woman that you love and then you realize, you know, or, you know, when so, so now you, you've got financial pressures, you've got romantic pressures, and then if you throw in, you know, grade school age children now and, and, and children who need love and attention, and now they're not used to this uh, level of availability. That hey, listen, I say to people, all the, I don't care what nobody said, hey, this is, could be a form of birth control. If you knew you had to be around your children all day long, once they get here, I'm telling you, that's birth control. I don't care what nobody said. You can talk bad about me all day. Okay? <laughs> Listen, listen. I, I get. I mean, I, I get it. I don't, I don't have any children, and I've been divorced now for about eight years. So, but I get to watch my sister, and I get to watch my nephew, and I get to see like she's with him all day. Hey, I mean, from from eight a.m. to laying him down at eight thirty. And the only break she really gets is his right. nap and him time. It's, it's time to go to bed. So when you add right. all of those pressures together, mm-hmm. right? You know. Uh, you know when you when you and when you and when you've swept a lot of things under the rug, this can literally be this time can be very volcanic yes. if you if you haven't been if you haven't been communicating. So I think, uh, in conclusion, it's very very important for us to talk to somebody. Come on, and I and I I applaud any of my brothers who are having conversations, uh, getting professional help, getting pastoral help. Uh, uh, talking to their brothers and their friends and stuff like that. I think it's, it's, it's very wise. I think there's safety in a multitude of counsel. And I think there's healing in that counsel uh, to be able to just release. Okay. Listen, I, I wanted to, to give everybody uh, an opportunity of, um, you know, if you can give your two minute um, parting words here, let people know who you are. Um, you know, uh, and and uh, any parting words that you happen to have right here with just the feeling, just speaking toward to, to some of the men out here, and um, you know, just if you had to just throw them, you know, a quick nugget or whatever, and make sure that everybody knows where where they can follow you, um, and uh, we'll take it from there. So I will start off with uh, Big Brother David. Okay, oh, hey, that's John. That's Johnny Gill, y'all. Okay, that's Johnny. All right, <laughs> Johnny G, what you got for us, man? So, what are we asking? What What's the advice on the whole COVID thing? Johnny G, well, see, that's why you came in the last with Johnny. <laughs> just, just like in the real new edition. Okay, Johnny G. <laughs> nah, I'm just messing with you, man. Um, the uh, no, just any parting words if if you have any, and then also where people can follow you. Um, with, uh, you know, some of the, the ventures that you have right here. Sure. I mean, I think it's all what we said. I think this, that's the biggest thing out of all of us in the takeaway is just to having these kind of conversations and how we're all adapting. Cause I don't think there's a right or a wrong way. I think it's all just different perspectives and cherry picking what everybody's doing. You know, if it's the time and balancing, you know, work-life balance or kids or going through illness and still coming out strong on the other side, I think that's really important have these conversations that you're not alone and I think the right. isolation part I think is going to be the worst out of all of us right and just reaching out and having that support system I think is important and that's kind of where I'll leave off and like I said you can follow me on Instagram at the refined gentleman absolutely absolutely thank you so much thank you very much uh, for joining us David this evening appreciate your time uh Fred what do you do sir 
Let us know who you are and uh, any parting words, sir. Sure. So, uh, Fred Shropshire at the real Fred Shropshire on Instagram at Fred WCNC on Twitter. Um, I think the big takeaway here, and I think one of the things that we keep in mind, the reason why we're still having conversations today is because we developed a, a, a relationship where we talk to each other, you know, on a regular basis, right. maybe not as often as we want to or like to sometimes, but it, it, having these relationships and having someone to talk to, having someone to have conversations with, having someone hold you accountable, you know, because this is a time right. where you're doing something different. You know, you should be accomplishing a goal, knocking something out. And when you've got somebody who's close to you, who loves you and cares for you, they can hold you accountable to that. And also just getting knowledge from one another. Uh, you know, for example, you know, uh, listening to this talk about how important the dating aspect is, you know, in your marriage, you know, there are, there are a bunch of us who can benefit from that wisdom and that knowledge and, you know, um, exercise and, and, and business in different areas, keeping that board of directors, as I say, for your life. Right, right. Strong areas who you can learn from, keeping those relationships tight at this time so that we're not bottled up and feeling isolated because it's very easy to feel isolated in a situation like this. And in isolation, that's a weakness for a man. So we got to make sure that we're still communicating and we're still holding each other accountable. So I got from uh, David, David said to cherry pick throughout, um, you know, different things that might happen to work and, and walk within that. And then uh, Fred, that last point that you just made, that was uh, went out of my head because I was thinking about the bottom of the cherry pick. But, keep your um, board of directors and keep in line. The board of directors, yeah, the board of directors. That, so that, I think that, that that's key as well. So um, sit through different things, have a board of directors, uh, Kevin Gray, what you got for us, sir? Man, uh, just don't waste this time. Uh, there's a lot of different things going on right now, but, um, you know, like I said earlier, you know, if you don't pick up something new, it was never uh, time you lacked, it was discipline. Um, just myself, while we've been in this, and a lot of people have seen it, I picked up cycling. You know, I cycle 20 miles a day. The other last Saturday, I actually did 40 miles. Um, I, picked up, um, I still have my, my traditional business, you know, um, my insurance agency and, but I've, I've also picked up another uh, side business and, um, you know, just working on building better relationships, um, at home too. So I would say that, um, don't waste this time. Don't get in, you know, if, if in your mind, you know, you're wasting this time, you got to snap out of it. You got to step outside of your body, have a conversation with yourself and, um, you know, just pull yourself up and say, look, it's time to go to the next level. So that's what Ooh, that's Come what on, next level. Yes, sir. And uh, Mr. Cecil. Well, well, oh, oh, Kevin, where can they follow you? I'm sorry. Oh, so I, I forgot the first time, too. I must not want anybody to follow me. <laughs> I'm trying not to be found. You can actually follow me on uh, Facebook, facebook.com forward slash KDG23. Um, Instagram at Kevin Dream Gray. Uh, you can also go on Instagram at Tava Lifestyle Success and find uh, one of my one of my businesses there. Tava and, Lifestyle. Uh, hey, wait, hold on. Uh, if they need insurance, what do they do? What do they do? What do they do? Oh, if they need insurance, they can they can call my office. That number is 704-999-2740. or they can send me an email at Kevin Gray and Gray is G R A Y. I have to specify that everybody wants to spell it with E. Kevin.gray yeah. at allstate.com. 
Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you for joining. I appreciate you, Kev. Uh, Cammy, where you at? Sir, first of all, uh, Brother Charles, good to meet you, man. I just want you to know I just followed you on IG, and I just downloaded your new track. Yes, sir. I'm about to jump on that, okay? I'm about to jump on that. I appreciate that. Uh, yeah, Thank man. you, man. So, um, fellas, enjoyed the conversation. Good seeing your faces. And um, uh, they can uh, – Cammy Smith uh, under the, uh, the, the banner of Be Unlocked, B-E-U-N-L-O-C-K-E-D. Uh, hashtag just, you know, throw it up there. You'll find me. And, um, man, just honored to be on the conversation. And like my, my man Fred said, you know, uh, I haven't I haven't been seeing a therapist, but I highly, highly, highly recommend it. I'm a big believer in getting some stuff off your chest. Right, right, so, right. Um, what you guys probably don't know is that after he sees a therapist, I just call Fred. <laughs> <laughs> whatever whatever they told him he just relays it to me for free so um but anyway no guys um you know i think during this time the best thing that you can do is uh and and this is you know personally is you know uh use some more time in prayer um uh, I'm, I'm reading the the word a lot lot more than i ever have probably since college and um, and just having um, more time, you know, with the people in your life that that truly matter, and deepening those relationships. So that's all I got. Appreciate you, Cammy. Thank you so much. And um, so here's the thing. Uh, so I I feel like if we got um, uh, so hold on, we got the cherry picking, we got the board directors. I like to run stuff back, right? Um, don't waste time. The building of relationships. Um, hold on. So who we got? And we got. Hold on. Who's that? Cecil. Yes. What do, man? So so uh, again, you can follow me on Instagram. Cecil C E C I L dot Burrows B U R R O W E S one, or at the Benedict Society um, on Instagram as well. Um, also have access on Facebook. The um, I, I'd say the biggest things I I I want us to walk away with, and and this is speaking to um, a couple different groups, right? So young men that are looking at this broadcast, all you have right now is air and opportunity, right? Mm. Um, and and mm. I wish I had your time to, uh, to chase the dreams and not have messed up the things that I did when I was younger. Mm. Uh, make sure you're asking people around you for help, making you're, you're asking people around you for guidance. For those of us that are of age and have aged like fine wine, um, Come so on. Have the at real like Fred does when he has when he has to put stuff on. Come on. Other, at real press outside. <laughs> yeah, <there you're. laughs> um, the, the, the folks that are entrepreneurs in training. Um, when you when you look at people like Kevin Gray who who come up and uh, he, he, if you used to watch Martin to talk about you Jamaican relative. <laughs> right, right. Can be moving. Tommy all Martin, man. Tommy all Martin. Martin. <laughs> <laughs> if you have not started an LLC yet to actually follow your dream. I don't know what the hell you're doing, okay? Right. You actually have to, you are going to be the one that you cannot blame anybody else by the situation you're in if you are not using this time to follow your dream. Come on. Okay? Um, so say it. For, for, for brothers, and, and, and I'll, I'll talk about brothers that are of all colors and hues. We have been trained in a norm situation that therapy is not a thing. It is a sign of weakness, <clears throat> and that is a lie. Yes. It will always be a lot. Um, and mm -hmm. if you have not, and, and if you don't have the means for which to go into formal therapy, this is therapy. 
Talk to your friends. Have the conversations that are necessary. Confide in somebody. Um, if you're not, you're going to continue to run the vicious cycle that you've, you've been in. Come on. And as it relates to relationships, um, y'all, y'all talking about tough times with kids. Try what happens when the kids are gone and you're in COVID. Um, mm-hmm. You have got to like your spouse to so find a way to do that. Ooh. How many times yeah. have you done something on your own? If you're not doing that, you ain't trying, you're not going to make it. That's all I got to say. That's good. Whew. Oh, I got to turn the light off. He just turned. He just, listen. As Cecil was speaking, that's, that's the way, that's what happens is this. <laughs> Man, come on, Cecil. And hey, listen, um, but one of the biggest pieces I, I got from uh, what you were just saying, sir, is uh, just, just like air and opportunity right here. This is opportunity. And so, um, you know, gentlemen, I want to thank you so much for just, you know, just coming um on board charles listen dude like what we listen we're supposed we got a whole we got another episode we got to do real quick (laughs) i don't know what happened these guys just came on here and started snapping right um and thank you so much for uh for for joining us all our subscribers of course you can follow us on understanding um on facebook on Instagram and of course the podcast is on Anchor available on just all platforms under Understanding the Man we got a part two y'all we probably gonna have to shift this to to like next week because Fred gotta do the news and like yeah, coming in hot. Just like the demeanor. Uh, so, it, listen, 